What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Keeping It 99 with your host, Mina and Isaiah. And we got a special guest with us. Oh, special. Wow. Thank who are you. you? My name is Alex. Nice to meet you, Alex. Um, so I have a question for you. You didn't meet me, by the way. Yeah, you already did. Okay, well, I met you on the podcast, so hmm, what's your name? Or what do you do for a living? That's what I meant. What do you uh, do for a living? What do I do for a living? Well, right now, I don't do anything for a living because I don't get paid, but I'm in flight school. I'm mm. going to be a pilot. So are you afraid of heights? Uh, no. Me, I'm not afraid of heights, no. Do you know anyone who is afraid of heights and a pilot? I do, actually. It's funny <laughs> you ask me. Uh, a lot of pilots, actually, are scared of heights. Like it's who? a common thing. One of my good friends, uh, Tony Tedros. He's nice. not very fond of heights, but you don't really feel it in the plane, so. Does it just feel like a car? No. Not Why would it feel like a car? What does it feel like? Car? I mean, because you said yeah. you don't feel it, so. I would imagine it feels like a car with a little bit of shaking. You don't feel the height. You don't feel the oh. height, but. Yeah. But you, you ever been on like a, a big plane, right? Yeah. You know when you get like some turbulence and it's bumpy? Mm-hmm. It's like times 10. Really? Yeah. It's pretty cool. It feels like a roller coaster sometimes. I mean, how does the pilot feel since you like uh, control the, the airplane? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> How do you feel? I don't, I don't really feel it because I'm flying. But if you're sitting like you're not flying. So basically the turbulence is in the back, not the front. It's not the back. It's just like, you know, when you're, you ever get car sick? You ever been car yeah, sick? No, no, not me. But like it's common if you're car sick, like usually the passengers get car sick, not the person driving. Cause it's he's, in like, contr- he's in control yeah. and he's focused uh, on the road. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah no, cause like when you're the pilot, like you're, you're like expecting things to happen. Like, you know, when mm-hmm. you're turning, like you're going to turn, so your body like expects it, but like. And like the same thing like when you're driving, but like if you've ever been in a car someone like slams the brakes, mm-hmm. like you're not expecting <laughs> Like you're not expecting it. But as a driver, like you know it's coming. So it's yeah. not like yeah, it's yeah. bad. Okay, so you're like more prepared for it. Yeah, it's just because you're in control. You're focused on actually flying or you're focused on driving, whatever it might be. You're yeah. not just sitting there swaying or getting motion sick. Mm-hmm. But I actually funny enough, my first two or three weeks of flight school when I started I got very, very motion sick after every flight. Really? Yeah, like I threw up twice in the plane. <laughs> uh, I wonder I how the co-pilot felt. My instructor? Yeah, your instructor. Yeah, he wasn't, it was the first time we met, so it was pretty awkward, to be oh. honest. And like, I had to throw up in my shoe. In your shoe? That's disgusting. That's, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I would that's never. So gross. I, I didn't even they know. They don't have I, like emergency like bags you could throw up I in? I thought they did. They usually do, but... There was, no, there was no bags that, in the plane. That's where you blame the instructor because he was not prepared. That's true. I mean, that's true. But he, I was literally like, he could see it on my face and I was like, oh, getting okay. all pale. You were like gagging? Yeah. No, I wasn't gagging yet. But like, I was getting pale. I was getting sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, I was like, yo, I didn't even tell him. He just like looked at me and I was like, yo, I'm about to oh, throw up. And he was like, you got to do it in your shoe. I was like, my shoe? Which is out the like, window. He's like, it's a lot easier to clean up than the plane. Why don't you just do it out the window? I mean, well, I'm at like 10, I'm at like 7,000 feet, dog. What if it's like, exactly. imagine, imagine. I, the, like, first of all, I, so I fly a, a Piper Archer, which is a low winged aircraft mm-hmm. oh, okay. versus a high winged aircraft. Yeah. yeah. So like you ever heard like a Cessna 172? Yeah, yeah. I, I flew one actually. Really? I did. Yeah. yeah in November. How was it? It was for a field trip. It was so fun. It's pretty cool. You right? flew yeah, it? it was cool. Yeah. It was the pilot. <laughs> no way. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So yeah. So it's the same thing basically, except instead of the wings being high, like up yeah, on yeah. top, they're low. Does that make a difference? Or? Um, yeah. It makes, uh, in terms of like, those are the two most common like trainer like mm. planes. Like you're, there's more Cessna 172s or Cessna makes more planes in the world than any other company of planes. Mm. So it doesn't really make a difference. They fly a little bit different. Uh, honestly, only when you come into land, but I'm not going to get nerdy, nerdy on you guys. But 
the little window is only like the 172, the Cessna has a big window. So yeah. I could have probably thrown out the window if I was in a Cessna. But the little archer just has like a little tab. Oh, okay. So I couldn't do that. So I had to throw up in my shoe and ruin those. Mm. Were they expensive? No, they were just like some Adidas okay, runners. Yeah. I lied. I didn't throw them away. I, I just washed them. They used them again. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> she was on cheap, man. Safe for less. Yeah, would you throw them in your cheap. kicks right now? Martin, no. Look. These are the shoes that I got right now. Hold on. <laughs> oh. Oh, Look at these. Man. These are tough. I would never. But see, if me. you're in the plane and you gotta throw up, what are you gonna do? I'm throwing up on the instructor. <laughs> yeah, it's he wasn't fault. prepared again. He didn't bring the He wasn't bags. prepared. It's his fault. But yeah, actually, uh, a little more serious note. But I so I got super sick mm. um, for like the first maybe two weeks. So probably like my first six oh. or seven lessons, and I got to the point where I was like, Yo, I don't even think I could do this. Like, I had n zero motivation to fly. Like it. It was just wasn't fun because every time I flew, I would just get extremely motion sick. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking like, oh, I just have to throw up. Like, like you're goodness. seeing blurred vision. Yeah. Like, you're just, it is a bad, and there's nowhere you can go. There's absolutely nowhere you can go. And then when that happens, I can't learn what I need to learn for that day's lesson. So then I just wasted my instructor's time, my time, and more, most importantly, a lot of money. So yeah. I was super discouraged. I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. Like, I... I remember, t I remember after like my fourth or fifth lesson, I was in my car outside, outside flight school at the airport and I texted my mom this long thing. <laughs> I was like, mom, this just isn't for me. I know I told you I can like, I'm going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And like, I was like, yeah, I, I just can't do this. But, um, funny enough, she was like, you know, just keep going, just keep trying. And I pushed through and now I don't get motion sick anymore. Mm. How long have you been in flight school? Uh, I've been in flight school since December 20. Winning. December 2020. Oh, okay. So, so have, yeah. you, have you gotten to the part where you like jump out the plane with a parachute or not yet? Uh, that's not part of flight school. That's not flight school. Yeah. What if like you have an emergency? You're gonna freak out. You don't out? jump out the window. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, you don't where do, do you go? You... you jump out the door. No, you don't jump. No. What kind of? I mean, it just. Well, it's funny. A lot of people say that. Like, oh, why don't you have parachutes? Oh, you don't have parachutes? No, of course not. These planes, first and foremost, flying is actually the most safe form of transportation. Yeah, yeah probably because there's no one there to crash into. That's uh, not true. That's not the case. But it's just I mean, like if you look at like all the vehicles, like trains, planes, what cars, all that. Yeah, yeah cars. Your safest mode of transportation is planes. But anyways, uh, a plane is not like you know the movies where they're like it's just like flipping and doing all this stuff. It's not like that. We actually train in your private stage. You do a lot of training for um, like stalls, which a stall basically just to sum it up, not get nerdy on you guys again, but. A stall. So you know how you know how a plane flies. Yeah. yeah. A plane flies with like air going over the wings, right? Mm -hmm. So a stall is when the wing, the frame of the wing, goes too high or too low. So therefore, smooth air can't flow oh, over the wing. Okay. So therefore, I stop flying. Um, so basically, if I I'm, I'm taking off and I pull back too hard, and I it's called the angle of attack, and I break that angle of attack, I'm gonna stall. So I'm just gonna go boom, and I'm just gonna fall right back down. Oh, okay. So you actually have to you have to learn how to. In your private stage, you have to learn how to do stalls and then recover them. So you put your plane in the stall and then you recover. But anyways, um, like if I, God forbid, were to be flying and my engine just were to stop, like it just were to stop spinning, like mm -hmm. the, the, my prop were to yeah. stop spinning, I wouldn't just fall out of the sky. Yeah. I, I would glide. They want to fly. It's, a, it's an airplane. Yeah. So I have, depending on the day, I have, you know, five, six miles of glide range. So I'm not going to just fall out of the sky. So it's relatively safe. Um, it's just a lot of accidents happen, uh, in like bad weather or 
99% of the time it's pilot error. So it's the pilot's fault. It's not just mm-hmm. some random thing. But yeah, it's pretty safe. It's pretty cool. Um, if you guys ever want to come flying, we can go fly. <laughs> well, why did you like pick flight school out of everything? Why did, why did flying just like, why was it number one? It's a great question. Uh, it actually wasn't number one. So oh. I went to college and the original plan was marine biology. Oh, you're, you like uh, animals? I remember that. I remember yeah, that. I, I was supposed that. to do marine biology. I, I've always, since I was a kid, man, I just loved the ocean. I loved the animals. I loved everything about it. And I wanted to be a marine mammal veterinarian. So I wanted to be like a dolphin doctor, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, that didn't end up working out. At the Georgia Aquarium? I, yeah, actually. Really? Yeah, I, I volunteered at the aquarium for six and a half years. Like internship or? Yeah, it, was, it started off as an internship. I finished all the internships and then I just basically worked for them for free. Oh, okay. But it was cool. I, people are always like, oh, you didn't get paid, blah, blah, blah. But I was, dude, it was the best time of my life. Like I got to swim. I always tell people I swam with dolphins for a living. Yeah. You know, it was, it was really fun. But anyways, I, I finished that and I was like, um, vet school didn't work out. Basically, I just couldn't get into vet school. Um, and then I was like, man, what am I going to do? So funny enough, my dad's side of the family, like his brother and his um, his brother's son, so his cousin, are, are pilots. Or a lot of people on my dad's side of the family are pilots, except mm-hmm. my dad, funny enough. My dad actually, <laughs> off topic, he actually started flight school and quit on like his second day back in Egypt. Was he like, <laughs> was it the fear? No, I don't know what it was. I never asked him. Oh. I was going to say, oh, what if it was him being motion sick? That would have been funny. <laughs> Full circle. But anyways, I was like, you know what? Let me try this out. Uh, get my private license, which is your first. Your private license is just like the first license you get, which all that allows you to do is, hey, man, you want to go with some friends and fly? Let's go rent a plane and fly. Hmm. So it just allows you to recreationally fly. So I did that, and I was like, man, I, I absolutely love this. fell in love, and I wanted to make it a career. And it's a really good career to be in. So, Did someone get you into that? Or did you like... Uh, so actually, Tony, we were talking about Tony earlier. Uh, Tony's, Tony's one of those people that's always wanted to be a pilot since he was a little kid. Oh, really? Yeah. So he wanted to get into it. And he started his training before I did. Um, and I already had kind of the idea in the back of my head. I was like, mm, you know, I really like this. But he started and it kind of motivated me to start as well. But I started at a different school. He started at a kind of like a local mom and pop type place. And... Uh, I went straight into my flight school now, which is ATP flight school. Actually, not my flight school now, but my old flight school. Okay. Um, like, uh, so your high school, like what you wanted to do, like your college career, it was marine biology. Yeah, I wanted to live on the ocean. Was there a reason for that? Like, um, Actually, that's a good question. I don't think of, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I think as a kid, I was just one of those kids that like grew up when we used to go to, the, my family used to always go to the beach. I just... I would spend, you know, I'd be the first one on the beach at 8.30 in the morning and I'd be the last one when the sun went down. And I was always that kid that just like messed with like, you know, look for the creepy crawly stuff, you know, the funky stuff. I was always just that person. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, maybe that's why I fell in love with it. But I think mainly it's being on the water, like just being, whether it be a lake or the ocean, you know, is my favorite, but it just makes me happy. You know. Yeah. So it was like a different feeling. Mm hmm. Yeah. Did you play any sports like in high school that you wanted to pursue, like D one? Um, I did play sports in high school. Maybe at the, if you were to ask me at the time, I probably would have said that I wanted to pursue it mm-hmm. and get D one just for free college. And that was also what everybody said. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, yeah. I want to go D one, whatever." Um, but yeah, I played football in high school, and 
like I said, maybe if you would have asked me then, I would probably be like, yeah, I want to go D1. I want to do this, this, and that. But looking back, I mean, football taught me so much, especially high school. Football taught me so much, but I didn't really pursue it enough to go Division One. wasn't wasn't that good. Yeah, I know that's the buzzword these days. You're going D1, <laughs> man. You going D1? Yeah. Nah, dog. Not going D1. Just playing. You think if you like were committed, do you think you could have made it D1? Um, maybe. But going to going D Division One in a sport, especially out of high school, uh, a lot of people. I mean, it is a commitment thing. It's a like ethic, work yeah. ethic thing. But it's also opportunity. Like, you know, who walked in today into my school and saw me do this or yeah. saw me do that? You know, think about how many high school football players are in this country. You know, each you know each program like there's you know Norcross High School, they have like 300 kids on their football team. And 99% of those kids are trying to go D1. So, I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But it was more so, for me, it was something that I did just to, you know, dedicate, like, commit to something, you know? I want to commit to this. I want to put my all into it and, and go through with that. So, but it was never, oh, I have to go D1 if I don't. Like, that wasn't always in the back of that my head. That wasn't your main goal. Yeah. It was just kind of like a. Like nice if it happens type of thing. It's not like yeah, a, for sure. I mean, uh, free college. I mean, yeah, great. no. Yeah, but I mean, I, I probably you know I probably could have walked on to like a Kennesaw at the time and played there, but it's not something like I, I don't know if you guys are like a college athletes like a student athlete in college. That's that's a crazy schedule, man. Yeah, it's definitely. it's too much. It's waking up at five a.m. Yeah, I did it because I loved it, and yeah. you've, a lot of the times, man, you'll find. You'll talk to some of these, you know, these athletes and like their parents or, you know, somebody pressure them into doing it and you lose your love for the game, you know? Yeah. It becomes work. It becomes like yeah. a, like, oh, I don't want to wake up at four in the morning and do this. So I, I did it because I loved it. That's it. So you weren't pressured to do anything like. No, my parents, dude, my parents net, probably went to one of my football games ever. They were like, yeah. The rest was, was just all you. Yeah, there was no pressure. They didn't understand what I was doing, to be honest, but. <laughs> It is what it is. You know, you know, Egyptian parents. Yes, it's you weird. just hit each other. Blah, 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 you know. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get it. But I mean, I made this the the people that I played football with in high school. Like I went, I was in the same school system from when I was in preschool. Yeah. I never moved. I never went anywhere. So like the same district. Yeah, same district. So I like grew up with these guys. I grew up with like our whole like senior like my class. Like we grew up together. So we were very tight knit. It was a very you know. In playing a sport and, and doing that just makes you a lot closer. Yeah. So it was a good thing. Definitely. So uh, we'll, we'll change gears a little bit and talk about a little bit more about like, you know, like friendships that you developed and uh, yeah. stuff like that. I mean, obviously you're a very outgoing guy. Uh, <laughs> you talk a lot. <laughs> I do talk a lot. Yeah, you do. Um, shout out. And shout out. You're, you're, you're really good at like making friends and stuff and talking to people. And obviously, you know, so far on this podcast, you've probably been the. You gassed me up, dude. I mean, that's, that's the whole point of this. We, we have to gas you up to you know, make you feel I don't good. Know. So, Keep going, dude. I'm going to let you do your thing. <laughs> you're going to make you feel good so you thing. can talk more. Yeah. Um, no, but like, like what, what do you feel like? How do you like, what do you feel like is like the most important thing um, in a friendship? Hmm. The most important thing in a friendship. Well, I guess you got to kind of break it, break down what a friend means to you. I remember I still have this problem where like I like to call a lot of people my friend, right? Like I have these yeah. many friends or I have this, like this person's my friend, this person's my friend. But like as I've gotten older and, you know, my circle, for lack of better terms, has gotten, you know, tighter, 
you realize like you're going to come across a lot of people in your life and yeah, they're going to be your friends, but like, they're just kind of like here and there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but a friend to me is like, you know, or what you asked, what did you ask? You asked the most important quality. Yeah, most important quality. Yeah. I think the, uh, there's so many different things, but it's somebody that's like most importantly to me is going to keep me in check or keep me back, like keep me in line. I don't, I don't, you don't want your boys to be like, yes, men. You know what I yeah. mean? You don't want them to be like this. And then on the opposite side, you don't want them to critique everything you do, right? Yeah. Like you don't want everything you do to be a meme or a troll. Me? A meme or a troll. <laughs> Not and, just something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't accept critique. But no, critique is good. Your friends yeah, are going to yeah, critique yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But like as you get older, you realize like – like not everybody's meant to be your friend. That's another yeah. thing that I had to realize as well is like, I was always like, oh, like I could be friends with anybody. And you know, you could be friendly with anybody, but like people at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, like some people's personalities, not that I'm saying that they're bad personalities, but some people just don't click with you. And like, it's not, when I say like click, I don't mean like, oh, I fight with them all the time. It's more so like, they don't have like the qualities that you're looking for in a friend and you don't have the qualities that they're looking for. It's just a quality thing. It's not yeah. necessarily like this person is bad to me or whatever. You're going to have those people, but it's more so like who meshes well with you. Does that make sense? What are your qualities of a friend? Like, like what I look for? A friend or, yeah. Um, I think, I think, yeah, like I said earlier, I think someone that me, I tend to, I tend to kind of just go off in different things, whether it be like, arguments or talking or whatever so I, <laughs> they're laughing because they know yeah uh i need someone that's gonna like bring me back to earth if that makes sense and like keep you in check yeah keeping me in check but not in the way that's like not like, in, like a rude yeah, yeah. Like, disrespectful way more mm -hmm. so like a friendly way yeah and and i've as once again as i've gotten older i've i've realized that like there's some people that just like like to shut you down yeah. Or like to just like you know this this so, and that yeah. or there's some people that like hear you out but they're like okay maybe you know you were wrong on this or whatever, whatever it may be. So it, it's different things. I don't know if I could like make a list of qualities because I can say the basic ones. You could say like, I want someone who's honest. I want mm -hmm. someone who's nice or yeah. whatever. You just, as you get older, you see these different personalities and you're like, okay, I mesh well with this person or I don't mesh well with this person yeah. kind of thing. So obviously, you know, you're a little bit older than us <laughs> a few years. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not that much. Um, so obviously like you have your like little like social group um, at church. I don't know like any, of any of like, you know your friends outside of church obviously because mm -hmm. i don't know them yeah but uh like i see like you know your group um and i feel like a lot of people in our group like look up to your you know they're like social circle mm -hmm. and <laughs> obviously uh <laughs> obviously there's there's a, there's a lot of like issues within every single social circle and yeah um but i feel like like how do you manage like problems between people within like even if like you're not involved but there's two people they're, you know, like at odds and like, mm -hmm. it's cause it's hard to choose sides, especially like, cause when everyone's, everyone's friends with everyone, like in a group like this. And so like, how do you really like, like go through problems together and like really like solve things? Dude, that's a, that's a great question. Yeah. Uh, We're filled with good questions today. Look at you guys. You guys are on it. It's as if we had this planned or something. Oh uh, yeah. You know, I'm one woke up today. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. You're talking. You hey, you're not man. sleeping, man. <laughs> are you looking at the camera? Don't look at the camera like that, dog. Mm. Uh, that's a great question. Um, honestly, the only way to like learn or get through like challenges with your friends, you know, I, I can speak for, for me, like with the boys, um, is like the more you go through them, you realize, okay, this person responds to this well, or this person doesn't respond to this well. 
And I think the most important thing is as guys, we're all guys. Yeah. You have to put your pride aside. Yeah. Like that, which is like, it's, we, I just said it, ooh, like whatever, but it is the hardest thing to do. Cause like we're guys, we, mm-hmm. we have our pride. We, we want to be whatever. So yeah. if there's problems in the group where there's two people that, you know, have a problem, which honestly, thank God, we don't really have that issue. We really, we never really did have that issue. Um, but if there was, it presented itself. The best way to do it is like sit down and talk talk about it. Like, and you know, the first, if it's something serious, not serious, but if something like that somebody's passionate about or something you know, where emotions are high, let the yelling happen. Let the, you know, let them yell, let them do whatever they have to do. Like, obviously nothing's going to get physical, but after the emotion sets out, you're going to use logic and be like, okay, why did this happen? And 99% of the time, a hundred percent of the time in my group, it's always been the most petty thing. Like it's something so dumb. So like, like wishy-washy. That's just like, goes back to being like your pride, your pride is just hurt or whatever it may be. So once you realize that and you realize like, you know, this person does this or this person responds to this, well, you don't, you don't have problems like that. And I feel like, uh, like an art group, uh, obviously went to the monastery last week. I feel like, like we honestly, we honestly got like a lot of things like, like ironed out. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was telling Mina, like those trips, like there's nothing that brings you closer than those trips. And like, it, it might not seem like it while you're there. It might seem like, oh, like this person's like, you know, annoying me or this person's doing this. And they are, they probably are. But dude, like you come back and you're just like, you're just, you grow such a stronger bond with, with your, with your boys at that point. Like that's, dude, that's how a lot of us got close when we used to go to the monastery because the work that they have you put, like they, they put you through. It's all teamwork. Yeah. And it just, yeah, not it's even, it just breaks you down. You're smelly, you're stinky or yeah. like whatever. It just, it's a bonding experience. Yeah. It's I the mean, best. the, the first few couple of days we had like arguments here and there and then once we had like a talk with each other we we grew together and we like we bonded as if we knew each other for such a long time yeah like obviously there are people that are new to our group Mm -hmm. so we just felt like a real close connection between each other after that trip dude i love hearing that i love to hear i mean like 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 even like on the car ride there there was some issues there was some uh so some fights that broke out on the way there it's a long car ride Uh, man it's gonna happen we're guys on the way back it was peaceful peaceful everybody's 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 exhausted Yeah. yeah But no, I mean, you're, we're guys. That's yeah. it. You're gonna face that dude for the rest of your life, like mm-hmm. with your boys. I'm not even talking about people that come and go. Like, you're gonna go through things where, like, like it's gonna be you're gonna be neck and neck, and you're gonna argue about this. You're gonna do this, but like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you shake their hand and you tell them you love them, and it's whatever. Because yeah. like I said earlier, it's petty stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, especially like in y'all's age group, and even in my age group, dude, we're we're young. There's nothing serious happening yet, yeah. you know? It's always something so, so petty. So, like, but it's honestly those, like, fights and arguments and disagreements or whatever. And, like, after that, that's what brings you the closest. Then you yeah. realize, like, you know, maybe this person wasn't attacking me in my character, but he was just, you know, has this point of view or whatever. And I struggle to see that a lot. I struggle to see, like, when I used to get in arguments, because, like we said earlier, yeah. I'm a very passionate person. Like, I like to... I'm very passionate, so I like to express my my opinion or my <laughs> views. So, like sometimes I'm I I remember I used I always used to like like we'd have an argument. I'd always used to like go home and I'd be like, dude, like how can they not see my point of view? Like they're they're so wrong. I'm so right. Blah blah yeah. blah. And then I just realized like like you have to put yourself in their position, like where are they coming from or what they're doing. And then once you do that, like. The argument's not about who's right and who's wrong. It just kind of becomes like, oh, what am I taking? What am I learning from this person? Or whatever it might be. 
So yeah. Yeah, no, I feel like a, I feel like a very important thing. Like when you're like in dealings with people, you know, especially like people that you're gonna spend like a significant amount of time with yeah. in your life, because like we're you know, we've been in the same you know we've been in the same church, we've been friends since we were born until yeah until I until like any of us move out, which isn't gonna be, which be for a while. So yeah. I feel like the most important thing that we come down to that is just like is like reconciliation, you know, always going back to each other, always, you know, solving your issues correctly and like always trying to, because like we're all fighting for the same goal, right? We're all going yep. for the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it's very important for us to like notice that. And I think, I think like, especially like this trip really helped, helped us with that. And so uh, obviously thank you, Amina. I don't know where you went, but thank you to him for, uh, for bringing us and there. So. And a bueno, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Like you just said, man. At the end of the day, like we we grew up, like we all grew up in, in the same. We're kind of like our group is like that too. A lot of us grew up in the same. You know, we grew up together. And you kind of realize. I remember Mina Gabriel. Shout out Mina Gabriel. Always used to tell us like, your like your boys and not just your boys, but your friends. Like these core group. At the end of the day, that's all you got, man. Like, yeah. Those are the people that are going to be with you, even when you move away. Like those are still the people that are your like your rock, your foundation. So like why am I going to throw away a friendship or something, you know, something so strong that what I have for something so petty when I really look at it, you know, mm -hmm. and like the bond that you have with your friends that, you know, your tight group, the boys for lack of better terms, like you're going to realize as you get older, like it's nothing is going to infiltrate it. Nothing's going to like, Oh, this petty argument's going to break this or this, this is going to break this friendship. It's like, no, nah, man, we're in this for life. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like these are your friends. These are your people. And like when it comes down to it, whatever arguments we have, I know that those guys are in my corner. You know yeah. what I mean? Those are, those guys are on my team, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree hundred percent. Any other thoughts on that? Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a question. Have you ever like had an argument with one of your buddies and you go home and you just feel guilty yeah. or something? Cause I, I, I felt that before. Dude, every argument <laughs> I've gotten into, bro, I, I probably have sent them a text like, because I, when I, when I get into it, Cause like I said, back, we're guys, we have a lot of like hormones going, the pride is going or whatever. Dude, I, I remember like, I'll always get into arguments and I'll get super passionate. I'm a very loud person too. Mm -hmm. So like, sometimes it comes off as like me yelling or me, whatever. So like all the time, every single time, like I would get back home and I'd be like, like I would just, all that guilt would hit me. And I would always yeah. text him like, yo dude, I really didn't mean it like <laughs> this. Like I hope whatever, whatever, I just get super. And then eventually, you know, they, they realize like, okay, he doesn't mean yeah. harm he's just you know loud yeah i know i know some people that are like they they want to apologize but they just their pride is so high they're like uh yeah. i i they have to apologize first because it was their fault yeah that's another big thing with us too is like you know i'm not gonna apologize or i'm not gonna do this and it's, at the end of the day it's your pride like yeah and that dude that the only way you can like deal with your pride or you know come to terms with it is just you get older and you realize like the world is not gonna you know you know, shape its way for you, you know, yeah. Yeah, like your pride right means nothing. Like, yeah, you, it's good to have pride. And it's good to be like, you know, firm and in, in your beliefs and stuff. But like, if that's, if you think everything's about me, 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 or, you know, this person didn't apologize to me first, whatever, you're going to get your butt beat out there, you know, because yeah. the world is not a, it's not a nice place. Especially when you're younger. Cause you're not like, you're not exposed to the real world Yeah. until like, let's say 21 where you live by yourself and you got to deal with stuff by yourself. Yeah. And then you're so used to like your little bubble of yeah. like, you know, I always used to get it my way or whatever. And then mm -hmm. you get thrown out there and life's going to, life's going to kick you around. Bro. Yeah. I mean, so, that's where like humility and like maturity comes into play like big yeah. time. I feel like, um, 
like humility is probably like the hardest thing for the hardest for, humbleness. for yeah humbleness humility it's so hard um i feel like, like even like within our trip like the amount of self-control and the humility it took like to not just you know snap lash back and out. fight back and lash somebody out in the face I every, know. every 10 uh, seconds was so hard it, yeah. it really it, it's, it's another level of self-control yeah. honestly. Mm -hmm. that's that's the big one too like you just got to set your pride aside and just be like you know what man like sometimes like these battles just aren't worth fighting sometimes like you're you're in the middle of an like I'm, i'll be in the middle of an argument i'm like dude we're arguing about like something so dumb like yeah but it's it's actually i lied it's never in the middle of an argument it's always after an argument but like in the middle of it you're like it's you're like so the most important it. thing yeah. to you you know what i mean but that humility is a huge thing it's it's realizing like you know uh, this is not worth the battle you know this is not worth doing this yeah and i like like even like like it's not just like we have arguments with your friends arguments with your parents arguments with yeah you know like your peers at like at school like when it comes to like projects and stuff mm -hmm. i feel like like obviously every single place and every single like relationship has its own you know differences but i feel like humility and like pure love is like those are the answers to so many problems and so many yeah. issues that we have you know in this world like between people between friends even like within yourself I feel like sometimes if, uh, you know, like loving yourself is like one of the hardest things you can ever do. Yeah. And I feel like it's one of the most important things because you can't love others if you don't love yourself. So. Yeah, for sure, man. That's, you just hit the nail on the head. Like every problem in our society would be solved with like humility and pride, like being set aside. Like that's when it comes down to it, that's everything, yeah. you know, that's all of it. But we're humans. We're flawed. Yeah. Like we're, we are so imperfect. So like those things are going to happen. And, but the best thing about those things happening is like, okay, like, you know, this argument or this situation happened. What did I learn from this? Like, how did I respond to this? Or, you know, everything's going to be different. You're not going to get the same lesson every, every time. Like, you know, this person responds to this or whatever. So you learn something new from, from each and one of these encounters. So that's the good thing about them. But you're right. Like if, you know, as a human race, we were just less prideful and more, more humble or had more humility and just were kind to other people, it'd be so much easier. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever like, whenever you get into an argument with your parents or something, do you ever feel that same pride you feel when you uh, argue against like your peers? Yeah. I think it's a different type of pride though. Mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, when I'm, when I'm arguing with, you know, my friends, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's like a, I know this and you don't know this kind of thing. But like when I'm arguing with my parents sometimes, um, or when I used to argue, like, you know, whatever, uh, it was more so like, they don't understand, you know, yeah. that's a big thing with our generation. Yeah, a, yeah. Especially with like, yeah, our parents being immigrants and all that. It's a, yeah. And very big thing. you know, a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, like they don't understand, but yeah. like at the end of the day, like those are my parents though, back to what I was saying, like, those are my parents. Like those are, those are the people I have, you know, those are the people that brought me into this world. They're the most important people in the world. So like just because they might not know something or they might not, you know, be experienced to this because like you said, they are immigrants or they came from wherever, like they know what's best for me at the end of the day, you know, like the things that they said and the things that would, the arguments that we would get into, they're not doing it to be like rude or aggressive or mean. They're just, they think that that's what's best for me. And a lot of the times they're right. And you don't realize it now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I still don't realize it. Like I'm still at that point, but down the line, I know I'm going to be, so grateful for all the things that like they said I shouldn't do or shouldn't do all that kind of stuff. I mean, like even now, like, um, like there's some things I noticed, like my parents like said, like, like that I argued with them about, mm 
mm-hmm. that um, you know it took a couple of years, but like they were right in the yeah. end. Like they were they were they were right. That, they haven't been wrong yet. So yeah, um, they shoot. But even like the three point line <laughs> for real. No, yeah. but like even like it doesn't matter. Like still every single time, you know, you still have that pride. You still have that, even though you know, like you know inside, like yeah, they're right. But you know, <laughs> yeah, you just brought up a good another good point, man. Like sometimes like like realizing like oh maybe I was wrong about this like I've tried so hard recently to say like if I'm wrong about something like you know I was wrong like this was yeah. something I was wrong about but dude talk to me year like when I was y'all's age like that was the last thing I was doing on planet earth was saying I was wrong yeah cause I would try to find like the, the, the around the, the corner yeah. like, oh but I was right in this or whatever whatever like you know so like and doing that especially like with friends or even out in the real world like if someone looks at you and they realize like, you know, you come, you know, and you say, I was wrong about this. Like nobody's going to be like, oh yeah, you were wrong. Yeah. People are going to have so much more respect for you. Like they're going to be like, you know, like he knows when his word is wrong and he knows when his word is right. And he's able to admit, okay, I was wrong about this. And as guys, that's the hardest thing to do. The hardest thing to do. I mean, it comes down to humility really. Cause yeah. like, like if you're full of pride and you're full of like, oh no, I'm right. Like, yeah, you're not, you're not going to own up to it. So I feel like, especially when you know, especially when you know, you're like in the back of your head, like, oh man, I was wrong about this. Yeah. But like, let me fight. Let me still fight around it. You know? Yeah. I mean, you have a big friend group, right? Um, yeah, we have a, we have a pretty good, pretty yeah. good size group. So do you have like any, any like tips I would say like for us to like grow without arguing? Our, ours is pretty large. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I think mine's, mine's, ours might be bigger. Yeah. I mean, like your friend group, like you guys have a big friend group, right? But like you'll realize, you'll, you realize as you get older and as you get closer to each other, like kind of what I was saying earlier, like, you know, just because I have a big friend group doesn't mean I'm going to be super vulnerable with everybody. Yeah. You know, if I have an issue or something that I'm not, you know, like that's something deep into, or, or, you know, troubles to me, I'm not going to just like, all right, let's get in a circle and let's talk about it. You know, that's not a good setting. You're going to find people and you're going to find people that like, are going to give you something that you that you want or you're looking for. So like, you know, I have a couple of people that if I have, you know, issues with school or relationships or whatever it might be, like all the problems that come in the world, like I'm going to go to person this and talk to them and be vulnerable. That's a that's if there's one thing is as a guy, you have to learn to be vulnerable, bro. Like you have to you have to learn to open up. It's not all it's back to where we're saying about pride and humility. Yeah. Like, and when you're vulnerable with somebody, like I'm sure you guys saw when you guys went to the minister, monastery, like when you're vulnerable and you open up with somebody, there's nothing that brings you closer. You know, there's nothing that ties that bond together than when you're just open and honest about whatever it might be, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's I think my one piece of advice would just be, you know, be open and vulnerable with your friends that are your friends and, you know, have humility, realize, put yourself in other people's position and you're all you got. Your boys are all you got. Yeah, I feel like um, like like being vulnerable is like it is one of the hardest things. And I like on the monastery trip, like we all we actually did sit down in a circle. Yeah, <laughs> all yeah, of us yeah. we did sit down in a circle, Sorry. and we went around and we like talked about stuff. And we also we also did something. Um, actually, Nathaniel suggested that we all give like we all go around in a circle and give every single person like a compliment about like something, yeah. like and it wasn't just like a, like a it was like a really like. Like, I think I actually, like, benefited a lot from it. Like, trying to think about, like, something good about some people. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially, like, from one night. Because I was trying to get something that wasn't just, he was funny. Yeah, because everyone, not everyone, <laughs> but, like, most people were like, oh, you laugh, you're so funny. Which I appreciate. But, like, there's more to it. <laughs> there's more to yeah, it. There's more to it, yeah. There's more to it. So, I, I, feel like, I feel like it really made me, it really made me think 
Like, yeah. you know, like, what is something good about Munda that's not, he's funny, he laughs a lot. Yeah. Um, and so, like, and it wasn't just him, it was, you know, like, everyone in the group, obviously, is like, 12, 11, 12 of us. And I feel like, I mean, it, like, it really got, especially with people, like, I have issues with, or mm-hmm. had issues with, it really, it really gets, got, gets me, like, okay, what can I say positive about this person yeah. that is actually genuine? Exactly. And I feel like, it, you know, it's, it took me a solid two hours to put, put that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For 10 people, to think of one thing. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's hard. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like as guys, like, because of our pride, we don't, we don't like to think good about other people a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And actually, that was the thing I wrote about Munda, like, the compliment for him is that he, he's always looking at the good in people. You know, he's always doing that. And so, it's always something I can learn from him. But, um, so I, I feel like, you know, just that setting of us talking, being vulnerable, being open, being nice to each other, like, openly being actively trying to be nice and actively trying to be kind, you know, putting all the negativity aside. I feel like, like, when you're vulnerable with people, like, they're not going to clown you for it. You know, you're, no, yeah. like you say something like they're not going to be like, Oh, like it's not yeah. how it works. And I feel like it's honestly like a really good feeling to get stuff off your chest. Yeah. And so I feel like, you know, I benefited a lot from it. Uh, and you know, yeah. When I, when I was talking about everyone, the, there was like one point where I got like super emotional, not like crying emotional, but like in my heart, I really felt like their, their love is so like, um, like they have a lot of love for each other. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's, it's, we did that. We did that recently. We did that same thing where it was like, you know, everybody, let's just set everything aside and like, you know, name something, you know, genuine about this person. And we did the same thing. We were in a circle. We did the exact same thing. And like, like when I said it, dude, when you hear like, like, cause a lot of times, like when we're a big group, it's always like who can get the best laugh or who can get the last laugh or who can say the funniest joke. Yeah. And a lot of the times <laughs> I win all of them. There you go. A lot of the no, times just... it, it comes at the expense of others. You know, it's all fun and games. It's all jokes. We're all, you know, just having fun. But like the best jokes, quote unquote, are the ones that come at the expense of somebody else. Right. Yeah. So like when you sit down and you, you know, you know, I really appreciate how you do this, this and this, something that's like about not just like their outward personality, but like something that's innate in them. Like when I said, dude, it, it's an, it's emotional, like, especially with guys. Cause we don't do that. You know, we don't sit around and sing Kumbaya and gas each other up. Like girls do like, we're not commenting on each other's Instagram, like slay queen, <laughs> yeah. you know, we don't, unfortunately I would love for somebody. I love for the boys to do that, but it is, it's emotional. You, you hear these different perspectives, like, Oh man, I never knew that, you know, Tony or whoever it was like thought this about me, you know, yeah. like a quality that like, Maybe I didn't even see it myself. Like I didn't even realize I did that, but I did do that. It's, dude, yeah, it's a great. Like it, it's a it doesn't great even experience. like it doesn't even like gas up your pride or anything. Like it's no. honestly, it's just like like you're kind of like you're kind of just like curious about what like people really think, yeah. and it it does like obviously feel good and does, but it's not like an ego boost. No, like it's honestly like wow, like like it, it lets you like understand what effect you have on other people. Yeah, it, it made me feel like a little humble. Yeah. yeah. It does that. It, it, you're right. It doesn't, especially if it's coming from a genuine place, mm-hmm. it doesn't, you're not like, Oh yeah, I did this well. You're kind of looking, you're like, man, like that means so much to me that you think like I do this well, but like, man, I hope I can keep doing that for you. Like I keep, I can keep doing that. It's not like a, yep, I did that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a very humbling experience. Yeah. I feel like, thing. especially for the people in the group that were like being called like, like, Hey, you're like, we see like, you're a good leader. You're good. Like to like, you know, certain people in the group, I feel like, like from that moment we had that talk for the rest of the trip and like even like today, they really took that, like knowing like, hey, like, you know, people, you know, like actually listen, people like actually think I'm a leader. So let me, let me actually use that in a positive way. Like, mm-hmm. let me actually go out and lead. Yeah. And I feel like for the rest of the trip, like those few people that, that, you know, were told like, hey, you're a good leader really took that responsibility and really tried to lead by example 
And I, I don't know, it was honestly like a really good thing. Like I feel like, you know, a lot of people felt like encouraged by it, you know, like people yeah. that we called determined, people that we called, you know, like, you know, wise, or people that we said like only talks at like good times and like only has good things to say. Mm-hmm. They really like embrace that part of themselves yeah. for the rest of the trip. Instead of everyone just trying to get, you know, like, like you say, the best laugh, you know, whatever, like trying, trying to get the, trying to like be funny or trying to get all the attention. Mm-hmm. I feel like it turned into like everyone like playing a positive role to yeah. bring us all closer to our, our goal of the trip. So, yeah. And then you realize like people's like what people are good at because it's when you guys sat, like, when we sit around in a circle and we like say like, Oh, I really appreciate this and this person or whatever. These aren't like things that are like brand new to you, like, or brand new to the group. Like if someone's a good leader, everybody knows they're a good leader. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, but once it's brought to light, and it's, you know, said to someone, you kind of can just think like, okay, like, like, yeah, I could take on that role, but like, how do I be like a good leader and lead by example or do whatever? So like, you're right. It just, it's a humbling experience and it makes you like want to be the best version of yourself. You know what I mean? Like you want to do good by your friends. You want to do good yeah. by your boys. So that's why you do it. I mean, I mean, I feel like it's like, you know, it's a very important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, obviously like we're, a very close-knit group um like i said earlier we're gonna be here you know for, forever for the rest of our lives really. even after man even after you yeah, leave exactly these yeah. boys are with you for life man that's just yeah. how it works and so it's just it's it's such it's such a good experience to really know that like you know they have your back mm-hmm. and they really think positive things about you because i feel like a lot of times like when we have these big arguments and we go months and months of just arguing 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 like we had that in our group in the past like year and a half mm-hmm. You know, we haven't like no one said anything bad about anyone. Yeah, and like yeah. we've had people like almost leave the church. We've had people not show up for weeks. We've had people completely distance themselves from people, remove themselves from group chats. People just not wanting to be around the rest of us. Um, just a lot of negativity. Mm-hmm. I feel like by actively and purposefully cultivating the positivity and really trying to say nice things about each other and you know, including people in our group that. Maybe weren't included before, like even one novice because yeah. now he's, you know, when Ivy's in high school, um, like obviously, like no one really talks to him before. Actually, people bullied him a lot uh, when we were. But as jokes, it wasn't, it wasn't like personal. Jokes. Like I don't, I don't hold a grudge against them. Yeah, it was no, just I know jokes. what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, like just having that and you know really embedding that into our group, I feel like really benefited you know all of us. And uh, that's no, the last I, thing was, you want, man. The last thing you want is somebody leaving, yeah, you know, the church, church or leaving yeah. the friend group even. For something that, like, like we said earlier, it's always something petty. It could have always been solved. Yeah, it's always it's always solved. And like, as a man, you know, as as a as somebody that's puts their pride pride aside, excuse me, it's you know, you're gonna realize like you're gonna have to settle disagreements. You're never just gonna be like, you know what, you know, I'm just gonna walk away from this, or I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna solve it my own way, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to face you're gonna have to face those problems, and you're gonna have to come face to face with your friend or whoever it might be, and say, you know. I didn't appreciate how you did this or whatever, whatever, and, and solve and figure it out. Maybe, maybe at the end of it, maybe the end game isn't that we're best friends, but you know, reconciliation. I know that I'm, I'm not upset at you anymore. You're not upset at me anymore. Maybe we're not meant to be like, you know, friends or close friends at the end of it, but there's no hard feelings. There's yeah. no, yeah. there shouldn't be a grudge held against exactly, each other. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, you're going to have to do that for the rest of your life with a bunch of different people. Yeah. So it's, that's the last thing you want somebody leaving the church or leaving the friend group or, or doing that, you, that's, that's a, not a good thing. Yeah. So just to go off of that, you know, we'll just, we'll talk about one more thing and then we'll probably end it after this. Mm-hmm. But, um, so obviously you're, you know, you went through college or mm-hmm. at least part of college. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what do you, how do you, like, what do you think was, like, the hardest shift um, from high school to college? Like, I know when I talked to, we talked to Mina uh, in the last episode about this, he was talking about how, like, it was, like, the, the, like, the hardest thing, not really the hardest thing, but, like, something that was very difficult was really maintaining your faith throughout, and these people challenging that. So, like, like, what do you, like, what do you think, like, how, like, what were tips for you, like, in, like, maintaining your faith and really staying, like, steadfast in, like, what you believe? Yeah, I mean, my faith is still being, like, it's always being tested. It's always yeah. being challenged. Like, that, I would agree with Mina. It's, the hardest thing is not even just, like, by other people that your faith is tested. Your faith is tested by, like, yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you start to, like, you know, wonder and doubt, which is not necessarily a bad thing. A lot of times people look at it as, like, no, you should never doubt. You should never, like, seek the answers and you'll find them. And like, if anything, like when you seek these hard questions or these hard things that, you know, sometimes we don't like to talk about, you get closer. Yeah. Your faith is just only made stronger. So like the the hardest transition for me, and it's still happening is like, yeah, like my faith just being absolutely tested, not by necessarily just other people, but like myself, you know, like Mm. you start to think and you start to wonder and you start to do all these things. And like, it's hard to kind of like keep the blinders on sometimes and like realize this is my goal. You know, my, my goal with my relationship with God, that's the goal. You know, like you get jaded and caught up in all these different things and you're like, okay, I'm going to put this aside. I'm, you know, yeah, my relationship with God's good, but like, mm, I got to focus on this. I got to focus on school. I got to focus on getting into the best med school or getting into the best whatever. So, and so like, like your number one will always be your relationship with God. And it, it's so hard to like understand that that's the number one, especially with all these different things that are going to literally come at you like, like grenades do. They're just going to be thrown at you and you got to learn how to just keep your keep your blinders on and, and keep moving on keep on keeping on i feel like like even like in high school there's some sort of there's, it's not obviously as bad but there's there's some you know like little like like you know issues that go on some sometimes like you doubt your faith, faith a little bit and i feel like you know again like i keep talking about this but like the reason why you know we really made this podcast was the real reason, you know, you asked us earlier, like what the inspiration was for this. Mm-hmm. I wanted to save for the podcast, so I didn't answer. Save it for the um, podcast, man. <laughs> but like the that's real conversation is like, going to go from now on. It's like, oh, save it for the podcast. I mean, no, that's actually like how our conversation is going. Like, <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll bring something up and he'll be like, no, no, no like, hold yeah, on. Well, save that thought. We'll, yeah. we'll talk Classic. about it later. Classic. But um, no, but like the, the main inspiration for this was really because, because of like what the church has done for me mm-hmm. and what my faith has done for me. Like, it seems like a disservice and it seems unfair for me not to spread it. Yeah. And I felt like this, the podcast is the easiest way because it is the easiest way. I don't actually have to talk to people. Mm-hmm. You know, I can talk to with people that like, that like already like know about it. And like, you know, it's like easier or even people that don't know about it, but it's like a close setting, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's I an feel like setting. it's, yeah, I feel like it's a lot easier to talk about it. And so I feel like that's like the number one driving force behind this podcast. Yeah. I love it, man. I, I was telling you earlier before we started, like, I mean, podcasts weren't really a thing, like, at, like when I was your age. I mean, I guess they were kind of were, but not really. But, like, I would have loved to have something like this, like, just sit down and talk about yeah. – it could be anything, you know? Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's how we're letting you all come on. Yeah, that's that's just whatever. Like, just, we can talk about Natural anything flow. you want. Yeah, whatever. So I, I absolutely love what you guys are doing. I love it. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, for sure, man. Maybe you could be a second guest next time. Maybe. Maybe next time. Not too soon because we, we have a whole you, list you of You guys people. got an itinerary? I got to join with that at the event. Dude, yeah. it's, actually, no, it's actually like the support that we've received. Um, the support yeah, we've man. received from this podcast has been insane. Yeah. I was actually expecting it to be terrible. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was getting prepared for it, but it's honestly been amazing. Like, I'm, I'm actually surprised. I haven't gotten clowned on yet, really. 
not not too much. So only I was, by the little kids. Only by the little kids. Like Dude, your and, cousin. Yeah, and like you have to realize, like when you first start something, like whatever it might be. Yeah, and not even just get conned on, but like you're not gonna be good at it. Yeah. No. You know, and like not even to, not to say like this was bad, but like your only thing that's gonna happen is like you're just gonna get better. You're gonna have conversations gonna flow better. Everything's gonna feel natural, but you just gotta like be consistent. Like remain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I want to yeah. do this. I was telling people that like watching the first one, I was like, give it six more episodes and it'll be watchable. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I feel like we're getting to that point. They're gonna want to watch it. They're gonna want to. Not gonna be telling them. Yeah, but like whatever, yeah. like whether they, you know, whether somebody watches or not, you're just you're just having a conversation with them. the boys or I with think, the girls or I whoever. Th- might be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. Keep saying the boys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I think the sucks, I swear. the <laughs> the main thing is like looking at the views and looking at that, and that's gonna make you want to quit. Not like later on. The like views are just there. Personally, with me, like the views—not not on the channel, but like back then when I used to like do YouTube videos, the views, <laughs> the views would go down, and then my my motivation would go down, and then I would just stop. Yeah, not, but like, we're not you stopping just, one. Though. Yeah, you yeah. Just I have, like, I have a you're not doing it, right here. You're not doing it for the views. You're just doing it to have good conversations. Like yeah. that's that's what I'm doing it for personally. Yeah. Like, like yeah. good conversations, like here, like we just had a great conversation. Yeah. Like I don't care if you know it doesn't matter if someone watches it. If it's a good conversation, somebody's gonna tune in. Somebody's yeah. gonna watch it. So and just good conversation. All right. Well, uh, I guess on that note, we're gonna end it because this is this has gone on for a while. So uh, sorry, guys. Yeah. I talk a lot. No, no, but... it's actually great. I actually really enjoyed this one. Uh, they're getting better every single week. Sorry, I mean, yeah, I'm talking. But they're that. getting better every single week. You know, Munda actually talked today, so we're shout out Munda, baby. The, it was just a good, good conversation, so I had to talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this should be dropping on a Monday night, and hopefully another one on Wednesday. Hopefully, we're gonna get another one Thursday, Wednesday Thursday, night, or Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, we'll drop, and we we are gonna try to do. We're going to post at least every Monday night and maybe a second one on Thursday nights if we can, if we have time for that during the week. Probably obviously. not in May because finals. Yeah, obviously like AP exams are coming up and all yeah. that. So, But definitely during the summer, we're going to have two or three a week. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for all the support and thank you guys for watching. Thanks for having me, man. Thank I you, appreciate Alex. it. All right, see you. See you oh, this is amazing.